Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Rumble. No Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I'm Elf Fakador Laurie Blake and I'm joined by Chopper Pete Cornell. Hello. Today we're talking about NXT. We'll be talking about some of the backstage rumblings of the meetings mm. within meetings within meetings. What happened on the show as well as some of the new signings like Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher. Here it is. There's been a lot of it. There's been a bunch of, no, 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 don't you say this to the dead. What do you mean? You've already told them. <laughs> <laughs> they've, either, they've, they've either got some really impressive leakers in NXT, mm -hmm. getting out all these stories about like the uh, meeting post-Matt Riddle, uh, the, the meeting about that meeting being leaked, yep. the meeting about that meeting being <laughs> leaked, and then a bunch of other stuff. They've either got that, or they've got, like, someone is outside the walls of the performance centre with one of those, like, big cone things. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> with a glass on the door. Like, some, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think they're saying that he's calling out Brock Lesnar, <laughs> but it might be Cock Lesnar. I don't know. It could be anything. could be anything at this point, yeah. Well, so that's one of the things we'll be talking about. We'll mm -hmm. also be talking a little bit about um, some of the new signings to the Performance Centre. Hell got your, yeah. Your, you've got your Killer Crosses. Your, your Timothy Thatchers. Depends Ooh, if they yeah. are going to go to NXT. But these are the two big bits of news. And then mm -hmm. there's also been a bunch of stuff on NXT this week, like mm. Velveteen Dream returning. Ah, if you happen to be watching cool. the video version, by the way, you can click uh, links in the description that will give you time codes to jump to those stories. But let's get into things first yes. with a recap of what happened on this week's NXT. Just yes. a bit of a, a quick bit of results. So, Angel Garza, yes. fresh off of concreting uh, Rey Mysterio <laughs> on Raw. Yeah, which came, was awesome, by the way. Yeah. That was cool. Came in and uh, bricked Isaiah Swerve Scott, mm -hmm. who, was the man, who was the man who got pinned in the mm -hmm. 
Cruiserweight match at Worlds Collide. So Angel Garza picks up a bit of momentum, seemingly heading for this Zelina Vega Enterprises, yeah, whatever you want to call yeah. it, thing. I, I don't know whether he's just going to be on Raw just while Andrade is out, or whether mm-hmm. that's more of like he'll just do both NXT and Raw yeah. because he's cool and he can do that. I don't know. I hope but. it isn't just a we've swapped in a guy <laughs> who's almost in. Andrade. <laughs> Uh, and it's another Mexican. Hey, <laughs> here you go. For this, this Latino this... division on Raw. <laughs> Welcome to WWE. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you're Mexican, you're interchangeable. <laughs> Rey Mysterio is the only one who's not. Yep. What, until we get Dominic. <laughs> when Dominic gets a mask, then all bets are off. Mm-hmm. He can come in any time. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic also defeated Killian Dane. Mm. To, uh, kind, it wasn't really an, it wasn't a number one contenders match, no. but he's now beaten the other two people who are really big in his division, yeah. meaning that he is now the number one contender to Keith Lee's mm-hmm. title. So that was made official. He beats, he beats Killian Dane with a feast your eyes after countering mm-hmm. Vader Bomb, and then he, he is now magically number one contender. That's happening at TakeOver Portland. Which I can't wait for. I'm so excited for that match. Mm, it's I think it's so good. I think it's going to be really, really good. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to see what they're like... You go out there and have the full match. Mm. This is what's the pay-per-view version of that match that they did in like right? five different bits. I yeah. know, yeah. What's I... the 1917 <laughs> one-take version of that four-part match you've already done? That's what I want to see. Exactly. It's just going to be all the matches they've had, but back-to-back. Exactly. It's going to be really long. Yeah, it's going to be like an hour. The director's cut. That's what, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like watching Lord of the Rings back-to-back. Um, Mercedes Martinez also beat Casey Catanzaro in a weird little match. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Catanzaro got a video package and then Mercedes Martinez was like, she used to be a ninja warrior. I've killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Not a ninja anymore, is she? Jordan Devlin bested Tyler Breeze as Mm. well to, not for the Cruiserweight title, but as his sort of like, I am now the Cruiserweight champion. Here's my first match on NXT. I intend to be Defending it, I guess, across NXT, NXT UK, so. and 205 Live, which is still a thing. How? <laughs> you, How is it still a thing? If you're marking on your calendars whether or not 205 Live is still a thing, at this moment in time, still a thing. <laughs> Who f- knew? <laughs> not me. I didn't know. And then we got, and then for the main event, it was, uh, and this was set up earlier in the evening because the Undisputed Era was sort of brawling around outside looking for mm-hmm. Champa. They cut someone's hair. They put Kushida in a bin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they seemingly took Bronson Reed out with one shot because he's the Shotzi Blackheart this week. Yep. Uh, and then they ended up in a six-man tag match with Champa and the Broserweights. Mm-hmm. It was Cole, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Match goes to a DQ. The Broserweight Champa team wins because Roderick Strong gets involved. However, getting involved summoned the Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. who I don't like. He, he appeared like a sort of purple tinted Jesus, <laughs> like just on the top rope, like yeah, I'm here yeah. now. He came in and ran, ran rampant. I completely lost my words there. He and ran it, so rampant he lost his trousers. <laughs> yeah, his trousers did not want to come off. It's no. like he had to actually physically rip them. He was like, I thought someone told me these were going to be tearaway pants. Yeah, and then he's like, Oh god, and he had to. Fight with well, them. my favourite bit was, was the bit where he was like he was ripping them from the crotch. Clearly, the, yeah. there was a, there was a pre-worn hole in the crotch mm-hmm. of through which to rip the trousers. Yes. So he goes to the crotch and he goes to rip the trousers, and then because they're not quite ripping the way he wanted them to, because I was imagining he was probably imagining sort of like a penis Hulk out is what I yeah, think he was. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. thinking like it's like Hulk. It's like when Hulk does it, but with my dick. Yes. And he goes like this, and it doesn't quite go. So he goes, and I've never seen anyone do this before. He goes, I'm going to take the elastic waistband of my trousers (laughs) and to get it off I'm going to put it over my head (laughs) 
<laughs> Who does that? <laughs> it's, it's, so we'll, we'll loop back around to some of that stuff in a minute. Let's talk about yes. now the sort of... I guess this is the interesting news that's come out of NXT as a brand this week. There's mm. a lot... like NXT, obviously, very good TV show. It's got a lot of storylines going for it. But I think NXT as the backstage third child of WWE mm. is the more interesting development. Because, obviously, last week they, we were talking about the Matt Riddle thing, where it's yep. like... Uh, Matt Riddle kind of got everyone in NXT told off because Pretty he kept much. being like, and I want Brock Lesnar. All the NXT end up in like an all-hands meeting and they're told, don't call out main roster stars unless it's, unless it's been previously approved. Mm-hmm. Which kind of makes sense, especially like it makes sense in the fact that like there was an altercation between him and Brock, which I, I think is a bit silly because I think Matt yes. Riddle calling out Brock Lesnar has been a thing he's been doing for years and mm-hmm. it's quite fun. However, if you are then going to do a storyline in which Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley are coming face to face, maybe you don't want everyone just being like, yeah, and I'll take Brock <laughs> and I'll, yeah, I'll have Kevin, thank you. And me, I, yeah, I want a bit of Seth, thanks, mate. Me and Fiend, right here, yeah, right now. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. it kind of dampens the excitement of that seemingly... This is the one. This is the one per mania kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. NXT star versus a main roster star match that you might get. So that happens. Mm-hmm. That leaks, obviously. Yeah. Me- like everyone's on the hotline to NXT, just mm-hmm. being like, "So what's happening this week?" In the <laughs> well, they said this. Mm-hmm. That gets out. It gets out so quickly that uh, seemingly WWE get annoyed and they're like, "We're going to have to put a stop to this." Mm-hmm. They get hold of everyone for another meeting and they're like, oh, what's happened now? Is it that performance center video in which they let Matt call Brock out again? Again. Funnily yeah. enough, no, it's not. It's the fact no. that you're now telling, you shouldn't be telling the dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. This is reported by Fightful. They, WWE star, the NXT stars were told, like, don't tell the dirt sheets what happens in the meetings. Yeah. That information <laughs> is then immediately leaked to the dirt sheets. And when we say immediately, like, immediately afterwards like that was quicker than the first one they were on the phone in the meeting (laughs) and they're saying this and now this and now he's looking at he's gesturing to get off the phone (laughs) I don't know why yeah it's actually hilarious how quick Mm. that was leaked and yeah it it seems like as part of that meeting as well uh, the NXT talent were told to provide proof of their health insurance because WWE won't provide it and then NXT stars got annoyed with them because they're like this is you're telling us to not say these things on Twitter. Don't go and tell the dirt cheese. But also, you don't provide healthcare to us, and we're not employed in the company. And yeah. some people saw it as a bit hypocritical. Uh, according so was to, that to the some same? Report. Was that the second? Was that the second meeting? Or that was, was that the a third one. meeting? I think that was the second one. That was part of the second. I one. I prefer the idea that it's a third meeting. <laughs> I prefer the <laughs> so idea. They got them all back again. Yeah, I prefer the idea that they did this one where it's like, don't talk to dirt sheets. So they leaked it all, mm-hmm. and then they called them all back in again to be like, yeah. and we just told you. <laughs> Literally, they leave the door, and five minutes yeah. later, they go right. Yeah. Back in again. Come on, class. So Fightful were saying that like the, the, the whole thing spins out of this. Uh, the, the, the NXT crew had a meeting and they said, like, you know, what you need to do is you need to prove you've got private health insurance mm-hmm. because we don't provide it. Because funnily enough, you're not employees. Yeah. You're independent contractors. And now us as your not employer are telling you don't do things like this. It's like, and everyone went, bollocks to that. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> you give me, give, give me a proper contract and give me some health care and then maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll respect your rules. I, I would find that, you know, annoying if I wasn't exactly. actually employed somewhere. Yeah. And they do everything they can to dodge around. You know, there's the whole mm. blooming John Oliver uh, post pre-WrestleMania last year mm-hmm. video that I watched again this week that's, Literally about um, 
WWE's attempts to swerve employing people so yeah. they don't have to have responsibility for their health and their rights, generally speaking, and then to turn around and be like, but also don't do this. It's like, mm-hmm. well, if you got them under a contract, you'd have them under NDA. Yeah, exactly. But they, they don't have that, and no. they don't have the authority to tell them what not to do, but then they also do at the same time. It's a weird environment to be part of. Yeah. And the NXT guys were not happy about it <laughs> from, from what the reports are yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those... It's, you're never going to stop leaking in, yeah. like, you know... I think also because I think in the kind of leaking that, re- in ha- that happens in wrestling is, you know, there's, there's the leaking of, like, we've heard that Edge is back. Mm. Someone said that Edge is back. They said they saw him. They said he's been at the Performance Center. They said he's been uh, in Houston, ready for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of that leaking where it's, like, it's literally just sort of putting stuff together. It's like, well, why would he be at the Performance Center? Yeah, why yeah, would yeah. he be visiting the doctor? Why would he be doing this? And then there's the leaking of like, yeah, so they were saying I might be doing this pro. Like you're just telling your mates something, but then yeah. your mates know some mates who know some other people who then it all ends up at Fightful or it ends up say. at someone else. Yeah. That's the kind of leaking that I think happens in wrestling a lot where it's just like he said, she said, yeah. and it goes down the line. And obviously bit. somewhere in that, someone's added in Goldberg. Like <laughs> some, someone's just gone, and blah, 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 he's, t- he's fighting Goldberg. That's what I heard. <laughs> Just Chinese whispers. Yeah, exactly. Goldberg whispers. People just, people just making stuff up. <laughs> it's that notion of like people just like to escalate and uh, make the story bigger. But also, like, I think in wrestling in general, remaining in the news cycle is is part and parcel of being a independent wrestler and part and parcel of being like one of WWE's kind of, I guess NXT talents as well because you want mm-hmm. to seem like you're a fan favorite. You want to seem like you could go elsewhere. Because yes. that's when they're going to... Do you know what? Funny enough, that's when they're going to start using you. If you're the yeah. revival and you keep asking for your release, that's when they're like, have a title! Yeah. Like we, do, we weren't doing anything with it anyway. Just have a title! Literally take all of the money in the world, please, and stay. Yeah. That would be great, thanks. And funny enough, people are normally already at the point where they're like, no, no, no. Exactly, it's yeah. boring. I don't want to be here. I want to go <laughs> and do something else, like AEW, and then I can pretend I don't have an eye anymore or whatever it is that I'm <laughs> doing right now. That's... that's you could go wear an eye patch and get whipped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Kinky. Kinky. <laughs> well, that, you know, AEW. Yeah. Live but out then... your fetish dreams. <laughs> That's why they've got a show called Dark. <laughs> AEW after Dark. That's mm. what it is, really. But it builds, but I guess, like, rumours and this sort of stuff, and also calling out main roster stars, gives you the ability to build a bit of, like, brand for yourself. And I think more than ever now in WWE, it's quite, quite important for people in NXT to boost their own personal brand because they're not paid as well as the people on Raw and SmackDown, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, they do more live shows, so they are at a higher risk of injury as it stands yeah. anyway. If you're less important in the sort of... I don't... You know, WWE, I think, generally speaking, tries to look after people as much as they can, mm-hmm. but, like, they have made it kind of shielded by a lot of contract stuff. But, you know, they, they it's you have to get yourself up that ladder to feel important in the company and feel like you're not going to lose your spot if you do go out injured because you're doing all the live shows. Now, however, there's also the problem of, like, there are... WWE are doing less live shows. Yeah. Because the interest in the brand is, like, down. Yeah. So people want to uh, kind of 
position themselves higher because you want to get merch sales. But if you're not doing as many live shows because there are less live shows, you're going to have a lower cut of merch sales, which means it's more important than ever to be on the live shows mm -hmm. that they are doing because yeah. that's kind of influencing your pay packet, I guess. Exactly. If yeah. you're immediately connecting with the fans and they're going, wow, that guy was amazing. I'm going to buy that T-shirt. Mm -hmm. And considering that all the current crop of NXT T-shirts are dog shit, <laughs> you really need to be like, you need to be selling those things like mad, don't exactly, you? Exactly, like, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. But it is, it is just an interesting situation in NXT right now for mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Because also, you've got this whole don't call out main roster guys happening. And at mm -hmm. the same time, Charlotte Frippin' Flair turns up. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Okay, so she, she won the Royal Rumble this year. And she eliminated Shayna Baszler last, which I will never get over because that was really, really dumb. But then on, uh, on Raw, it's, the reports are it's still going to be Becky versus Shayna at mm -hmm. WrestleMania, which would have made sense for Shayna to win the Rumble, but nice one, Charlotte. And then on SmackDown, Bailey was like, well, we all know Charlotte's going to come and challenge me. And then Naomi comes out. It was like, oh, well, what's Charlotte going to do? Yeah. And then the reports come out that it's going to be Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. And I'm like, what? No, mm -hmm. no way. And then on Raw, Rhea Ripley came out and was just like, hey, Charlotte. I was like, I can't believe they're doing this. And then finally on NXT, Charlotte comes back, gets a hero's welcome back to NXT. And then uh, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair are like, get out of our house, you stupid moron. Yeah. Plunk. And just eliminate Charlotte Blair. It was great. 
It was so, a great segment. I, I like what I liked about this segment is like the thing I've been ragging on NXT for a while in the lead up to Portland and Worlds Collide was mm. that it was so unfocused in what they were doing. It was yeah. like every build was five builds at once, and then this is the this is now like. Portland, we were like, oh, brilliant. Last week, we were like, great. Now we're just building to Portland. We can all get excited and we can mm-hmm. start to enjoy the idea that the Portland matches are happening. Wonderful. I know where I'm going. Like, I'm just going to run up to this, sit down and watch it. Yep. And then they go, oh, and now Rhea Ripley and Charlotte at Mania. <laughs> and I was like, oh, for Pete's sake. Because even on this episode, they kept being like, Charlotte Flair is here later, mm-hmm. people. You should stick around and watch the rest of the show. Yep. Definitely don't go to TNT. <laughs> Charlotte Flair is coming in the building, everyone. Charlotte Flair's coming. Charlotte Flair's coming. But also Bianca Belair's going face-to-face with Rhea Ripley. Uh, side note. Sidebar, that's up Also next. Portland. Also but that, also WrestleMania. But also Mania. But also Portland. But also Mania. <laughs> this is important. And then... <laughs> You get to this segment, and then Bianca Belair starts kicking off about it and saying, like, you know, uh, Rhea Ripley's going out there challenging Charlotte when I'm about to beat her at TakeOver Portland. So it's not even going to be Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte at Mania. It's going to yeah. be me versus Charlotte at Mania. It's like, okay, you've clawed a little bit. You've clawed a bit of my interest back mm-hmm. now. And then they're like, Charlotte comes out and says, Bianca Belair, you're an amazing athlete. You're not as good as I am. Uh, but you need to stand over there while I talk to Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair does this amazing sell. Like, Such a good sell. Charlotte does that, puts a hand in her face, and Bianca's like, oh, no. And no, just, she yeah, didn't. Yeah, stands <laughs> in the background, just giving it all, giving it large as Rhea Ripley comes out. Rhea Ripley always gets to do her full entrance as mm-hmm. well. I never yeah. understand this. Everyone waits. Like, if he was, it's because she's got a cool entrance, people man. Are like, people are, like, brawling. And, like, a lot of times people are brawling and her music hits and she comes out and she goes, ah! And everyone's, <laughs> like, everyone seemingly has stopped doing to be like, <laughs> wow, that's a good entrance. <laughs> and then she, like, gets down to the ring and breaks up the fight. But here she comes out and um, ends up in this face-to-face with Charlotte. And I really like this as well from Rhea because you would assume that Rhea would also just be palming off Bianca Belair because yeah, she's so yeah, confident yeah. she's going to beat her. But Rhea's like... No, 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 no. I'm, we've got, we're going to tear each other to pieces at Portland. But there mm-hmm. is a saying that we have here. We are NXT. And it's like the, um, the red mist descends on both Bianca <laughs> and yeah. Rhea. They're like, and then the programming kicks in. And yeah. they're just like, more Charlotte. She's not from here. Like, <laughs> they just destroy her. It was great. And yeah. then they have the face off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, that's a really good way of NXT to be like, what is important for us is our pay-per-view next week. Yes. And not... WrestleMania, mm-hmm. that will be important after next week. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll build to it from there. I really like the sense of brand loyalty that they've got because mm-hmm. it really builds off. It means that almost means that Survivor Series kind of means something. Yeah. When NXT continues to be like, no, we're, we're still NXT. We put NXT above Raw and SmackDown and whatever plans you have on Raw yeah, and SmackDown, yeah. we don't care because we're NXT and we're awesome and... What I like about all of these stories that they've got right now, and and in general in NXT, is it's always about who's the best and who wants to be champion. And that's pretty much every story they've got Mm -hmm. is, I want your belt, or I don't like you, I think I'm better than you. And that's all their stories. And when Charlotte comes in and says, oh yeah, we can fight at Mania or, you know, all that stuff. And they're like, well, yeah, sure, whatever, WrestleMania, we don't care, we've got Portland coming. Um, We're busy. We're busy. We've got got Portland coming, guys. I can't and even think about that till next week. I'm, I'm so sorry, Charlotte. I can't my, even. I can't even. I can't even. My, my diary's just too too full right now. I'll deal with you later. Um, but yeah, to, to have Rhea Ripley just be like, sure, we can have our thing later. But me and Bianca, we're gonna tell, tear ourselves apart later. It almost paints because Bianca's been pretty much a heel since mm. War Games. It almost paints her in a more babyface like 
fashion, which almost links into what you said last week of this being Bianca's last match on NXT to show that she still has that kind of brand passion as well. It could lead to that kind of hero send-off at the end of her match to then get the standing ovation from everyone and then Bianca could go do whatever it is she wants to do. It does make me wonder as well if they're just going to do like some triple threat at some point with Mm. Rhea, Charlotte and Bianca. That would be great. Like... Who also had the big run in the Rumble? Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair. Who yep. did Charlotte tip out of the Rumble? Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Like there is story built here to play on. Absolutely. And if if Charlotte, if sorry, Bianca is going up to the main roster, that's a really good reason to have her and Charlotte immediately go into a brilliant feud. Yeah. Up until like Elimination Chamber, because you just go, well, here's the story. Mm-hmm. She's now got in my face on NXT and disrespected me and like tried to put herself in front of me for the championship. And you tipped me out of the rumble, but I'm better than you. Like yeah. this, ah, it's so, it's so, like, it's so perfect. It's, so, it's, <laughs> it's like an onion; it's got layers. Yeah, I love or it. Like um, Shrek. Another yeah. thing that was really, really fun this mm. week on NXT was this big, schmozzy, all-encompassing, undisputed era versus Champa <laughs> brawl <laughs> thing that just took up the whole episode. It, it was, like, was just non-stop, wasn't it? Can't it was fight, just like they just couldn't stop fighting. I they know. were just like eh, I'm always fighting, and then the crowd were just like yeah, fight, and then they'll carry on fighting. They go more brawling, <laughs> yeah. and then they'll just carry on for another five minutes, even more brawling. Yes, yeah, turns out that Adam Cole wants to corral them and go Champa hunting. Yep. Um, Backstage, so I guess I don't know. Like, what they should check Johnny's house or something. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna find him. Um, they end up like asking everyone. Was their fir- yep. their first thing to do was to ask everyone in a room, but individually. Like yes. they were like backstage, and they're like, "Have you seen Champa? No. Next, but have you? And it's like that he heard you. <laughs> you I'm have sure, loud voices. I'm sure somebody would speak as I've seen him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah then there's four of you all then, saying the same thing. And Roddy shaves a guy's head to be like, oh, Honestly, I'm a meanie. I popped for that. I liked that was it. Quite yeah, funny. I thought it was quite Just a, a random dude getting a haircut. In catering. Like, that is a terrible mistake. In ca- yeah. In Why catering. Why is he there? He was in catering. Like, it's like, you're going to get flipping hair in the cakes. I know. It's going to be awful. But then the guy was like, I don't think there's cats in there. I'm just getting a haircut. I I don't know anything. And he's like, all right, sure, whatever. But you'll walk off. And then Roddy's like, actually, you know what? Walks back, grabs the razor, and just, ha, yeah. So, yeah, screw you, man, for not knowing where Champa is, I guess. Mm. It was great. I love him just being like, so stupid. Hey, man, I'm just getting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. He sold the stupidity of the segment very well, that yeah. guy. Then, back, they're seen backstage again later in the show when they mm-hmm. put Kushida into a bin. Literally. They literally just dump him in a bin. Well, uh, Adam Cole Fireman's carries him into a bin. Uh, they punch Bronson Reed so hard he dies. Yep. And then they get attacked by Champa. Yes. This leads to a big uh, takes over the whole thing brawl where the uh, bros awaits run over, some might say. It does, yeah. It was, it was a, a preoccupational uh, <laughs> brawl. It gets in a whole brawl. The bros, uh, the bros awaits run down. Uh, Regal comes out and he's like, if you want to fight so much, get your gear on because you can do it at the end of the show. And then they just carry on rolling. He's <laughs> like, well, we're already doing it, Regal. You're not my real dad. And then they just carry on. And then, and then um, they eventually get sort of separated. They get separated and immediately Jordan Devlin comes out. I love that as well. He <laughs> yeah. was like, I like the fact he was waiting in the wings and all these guys get like pushed out past him. He's like, and now my music, please. Yes. And he's like, guys, I've got my match. Guys, can you... Can you just mo- I've got my match. Move I'm, out the I'm, way. I'm the new cruiserweight <laughs> champion, guys. 
<laughs> so they just get him. He comes out, and then the the match itself, like the the undisputed era, get jumped on the ramp. Mm-hmm. Um, it all breaks down really quickly. They they basically take out Roddy very early in this yes. match, throwing yeah. like they they triple team him, and then they chuck him off the ramp. So it is a fair fight. It's a three on three. Cole's going to go for the last shot, and he goes to take his knee brace off, and then the <laughs> there's the big. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just the big, the big uh, logo and the timings on the screen, and yeah. clock into place, and you're like, oh, it's the three-eyed thing, isn't yeah, it? It's Velveteen Dream, dream. Yeah, and he's got smart. the it turns into the really awesome logo they've made of him, mm-hmm. and then I love the camera cut where it cuts to that like crane shot. And he's bathed in purple on yeah. the turnbuckle, and everyone's losing their minds. This was such a hot comeback. Everyone was, was great. so into it. Um, but I feel like. I'm kind of disappointed that Dream's just gone immediately back into a thing with Roddy because it's like, didn't yeah. we, didn't we do that? Like, I guess so, but I think it makes sense character-wise because yeah, Era were the people yeah. that took out Dream, so it's good for Dream to get to you know deliver some sort of comeuppance to the Era. And it's something for it's something for them to do next week as well that isn't yes. a takeover match. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know whether Dream is going to somehow be involved at Portland to ensure that the bros awaits win the tag titles or maybe he gets involved with Cole so that mm-hmm. you know he can have sort of even odds so Champa could win there or something like that or whether it's going to be maybe next week Dream wants to try and take out the era some more but someone else comes in and takes out Dream and that's his next feud is Dream kind of you know diverts yeah. off to, with someone else and this was just the momentary doesn't it make sense that Dream's taken out the era on his return moment Yeah, whether they'll actually follow up on that next week I don't know but yeah, I, I think even regardless of wherever they go, this in its own little bubble was a fantastic return. Mm-hmm. Like you said, such a hot crowd, so into it. And it's great to see Dream back. And this means at Portland, we've now got six matches, and I'm really, really excited for all of them. <laughs> Which is just, yeah. it's such an incredible So card. we've got Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. In a street fight. In a street fight. We've got uh, Keith Lee versus Dijak. Mm-hmm. We've got the Brosweights versus the Undisputed Era. Yes. We've got uh, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair. We have... Uh, Champa Cole. Champa Cole. Yeah. And probably Dream Roddy. Uh, no, they've, they've got six announced. What's the other one? What's the one we've not mentioned? Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Oh, of course it is. Finn that Balor. one. That yeah. small match of Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. That one that we built to this week. With yeah, the, that one. With, with the, the really cool interview. Yeah. yeah. I really like that cool segment. interview. I liked it okay. Skype. Regardless, we've now got six really cool matches for TakeOver Portland, which I'm super excited for. We've got one more week of NXT before that, mm-hmm. which is going to be the go-home show. I thought this show felt like the go-home show. Like, everything kind of felt neatly wrapped up in a bow. It's yeah. like, right, ready for TakeOver. And it's like, wait, we've got one more week. I have no idea what they're going to do next week. More brawling! <laughs> but now we're going to put, get... put Kushida into a combine harvester. <laughs> See you later, Kushida. Going to upgrade it to a skip. Yeah, that's of a it. Bin. Yeah. Everything, but more to the max. Yeah. But now we've got these really cool six matches. The other really big news from NXT this week was the extra signings mm-hmm. of Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher. Where do they fit in NXT? I if know. they can even fit, like. We've got, I think for the first time ever, we're going to have six matches on a TakeOver instead of five because that's kind of the magic formula that TakeOvers mm-hmm. have with five really good bloody matches It's probably also a Cruiserweight match that's going to happen. Oh, I don't a, know. I think they're going to have a proper pre-show, like a proper kick Possibly, show yeah. That's live yeah. right this time. Rather, yeah, than, rather than pre-filming those stuff and then putting it out the next mm. week as their NXT, I think they'll do a genuine like kickoff show. Yeah, possibly. Maybe they won't, I don't know. I don't know. I've not looked it up. But regardless, though, whether they do the Cruiserweight match or not, 
that's still six or seven matches of top stars that you've got across NXT. And now you've potentially got Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher joining. Yep. And we've seen people like Io Shirai we haven't seen in ages. Candice LeRae is now just, you know, Tegan Knox's friend. Like, all of these really... Renter friend. <laughs> yeah, the renter friend. So now you've got all these really, like, top stars in NXT that there's just not enough room for. Mm-hmm. They've got too many stars, and potentially we might be getting Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher joining as well. Mm. I don't know where they'd fit. I genuinely have no idea where they're going to fit at all. Yeah, so you've got Killer Cross, who also, backstage reports were saying that Triple H, when they spoke to Triple H, he was like, yeah, we're going to fast-track this guy. Mm-hmm. So does fast-tracking mean they're going to send him to Raw and SmackDown immediately? Because mm-hmm. he's definitely got the look for a Raw and SmackDown. Totally. However, his real-life girlfriend, Scarlett Bordeaux, is an NXT talent who hasn't been seen. She was seen, but she yeah. was seen in the attack outside the arena, yeah. just there. Yeah. Uh, she's not been properly introduced. Um, so... I imagine he'd want to go to NXT if Probably. that's the case. Yeah, you'd I've got so. a theory about this, and I'll tell mm. everyone in the predictions that we're going to do next week Ooh, for, for TakeOver Portland. Interesting. Um, but I've got a theory where he's going to fit in, because it, me, it sounds like if you're going to fast-track somebody, you're going to put them into a big storyline kind think? of immediately. Yeah. So I wonder whether he's going to be one of the new uh, cruiser heavyweights for uh-huh. the uh, N- uh, North American title. That, mm. that magical division they've now built up where it's oh, like, yeah. these are big guys who fly, um, yes. and this is our division. Um, I wonder if he'll be one of those. Timothy Thatcher. Mm. Uh, he's not just going to join Imperium. <laughs> I, I mean, he might. He should. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, that's just kind of do his whole what's thing. good. Yeah, he, that's kind of his whole thing yeah. is with ring camp and, and everything. So maybe they just slot him over on NXT UK because there's almost certainly a slot for him over mm-hmm. there. And especially if he uh, hooks up with Imperium again. Yeah, well, I that think would be he, great. I think if he could be an arm of that, like, you know, mm. again, like, I think Imperium has the ability to be a more a, a more rounded brand. Like, you know, we get a bit of Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner every so often. We've had a bit of Alexander Wolf. We get a lot less Walter because, mm-hmm. he, one, he's special, and two, he doesn't want to go to America very often because yeah. he doesn't like it. So, you know, Thatcher would be a very good, like, leader of. Mm-hmm. The American branch, of yeah, that'd be really or something cool. Like, that. like I, I think he would, he would fit in. Also, Walter posted a like uh, an originals post, like an originals photo this week before, mm-hmm. like just slightly before the Thatcher signing was announced. <laughs> oh, it was really what a coincidence! Um, and it was him and Bartel and uh, mm-hmm. Thatcher. So that, that's like, I feel like that's that would give them a real kick up the yeah, ass Imperium, so, even yeah. though I obviously like. They're, one of them is the UK champion. They don't need that much of a kick up the arse. But like, <laughs> it would be good to see them becoming even stronger and like yes. really dominant because yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to see that story of them being broken down mm. by who's going to be, what's going to, what is the thing that's going to take take them on? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's like some conglomerate of NXT and yeah. NXT UK I mean, being like, no, we have to topple Imperium. Exactly. Now that they've beaten Undisputed Era as well. I know Worlds Collide is kind of not in continuity anymore. Well, but yeah, it was until the point it happened. Yeah, exactly. And then as yeah. soon as it happened, it passed from existence. Mm-hmm. And magically, Jordan Devlin had the U- U- uh, NXT Schrodinger's match. It's like... <laughs> If you're not thinking about it, does it actually exist? Exactly, yeah. But now that they've beaten Undisputed Era, we know that like a faction can't take them out, even when they were you know, three on four. They were one person mm. out and they still managed to do it. So I think, yeah, you're right. It has to be some sort of conglomerate of, here's all these really big top stars from NXT or NXT UK that can take them out. So. But I'm, I'm thoroughly excited. Wherever Cross and Thatcher go, I'm going to be excited. Wherever they go, I just hope that there's enough room for them. Mm-hmm. And, like, for example, I know like Keith Lee has been stuck in NXT for, what, nearly two years, and only just recently has he kind of broken out into the top star that we knew he could be. 
I really hope for people like Cross and Thatcher that they're not just kind of stuck in the wheels of NXT. Kind of like a, a Damian Priest who's kind of, he's just starting to kind of find his own place, but for a while he's just been spinning and yeah. doing not a lot. So well, when, fi- when, you, when your brand's so for, like, formulated around who's the best mm. and who wants to be champion, yeah. you have to, yeah, you have to carve out a niche for yourself. Yeah, and exactly. if you're not doing stories about like, oh, I'm going to get involved in Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae's marriage, then <laughs> there's not really room for that because that stuff, that's the main event stuff. Yeah, I know. So, I've actually got an email here from Eli, um, who I believe was supposed to email in for SmackDown, but I'm going to read it out now. It says, hey Pete and probably Andy, not quite. Uh, I emailed wow. in just to say, I missed the D&D talk. It was fun and I like the fan interaction. Hopefully it can return. I think Andy would be a fan of the Ring of Grammarian puns. Also, have you seen that someone gave the Goose from Goose Game official D&D stats as a creature? I had a question about Brock Lesnar. That's a totally different subject. Assuming Drew beats him at Mania, where do you see him going? Does he continue to chase the title, or does he show up for legend matches slash grudges? Thank you in advance and love the podcast. Thank you, Eli, for the email. Um, I think Brock should become one of the guys that just turns up for big matches every so often. Uh, someone can call him out, or he can have beef with someone, and he can come back and just say, I haven't beaten this person yet, I need to beat them because I'm the best, or whatever Brock can say. But yeah, I, I think he should just turn up for, for various yeah, special I think they, appearances. Yeah, but just put him on the Saudi shows. Yeah, put him on the Saudi shows, put him at Mania. Yeah, just exactly. Like, give him I think give him, give, give him the John Cena role. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, give him the big, like, just put him against people that are going to bring out the best in him that he really wants to go in there against mm-hmm. and don't make him appear on weekly TV. Because don't apparently really wants to work with R-Truth now. Does he? Because of that one segment where Truth made him laugh. He's been, uh, he's been pitching ideas to WWE to work with our truth Yeah. That's fun. How crazy is that? Yeah. So That's on awesome. the D&D front, mm. I have seen the uh, Untitled Goose Game yes, uh, I have as well. stat block. We did it on Screen Stalker, actually, when I think yeah, I spotted when it did. first happened. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, we got back into D&D this week. Um, mm. Haven't played it for probably about a month now. Oh, really? Um, bought some dinosaurs. You bought some dinosaurs. Yeah. Right. So we're doing like a, a I guess it's a homebrew mm-hmm. version of Tomb of Annihilation at the moment. Nice. So it's like a Tomb of Annihilation, but been brought into our campaign in our right, world. Yeah. So we're doing it in like that. I guess that little island mm-hmm. has been sort of put, brought into a part of our world. Um, we haven't left the first town yet, and it's been nice. multiple sessions. That's good. Because we've been buying dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, we, ra- we, ra- we raced some dinosaurs the first week, and mm-hmm. I won the race. I was, riding an an- so, I was riding an Ankylosaurus. So you did basically the mini game. Yeah. You, we did, you did the race mini game. We did the race mini game for yeah. a while. Yeah. And then we went to a fort the other day uh, and fought some trolls and stuff on the way, and then... Mm-hmm. Bought some dinosaurs while we were there. Fantastic. Um, but like weirdly for us, we just didn't burn anything down. Oh, that's pretty good. Which was good. And yeah. then we and and we also got to the point where we uh, we were asked by somebody in the game like, "What do you call yourselves?" Mm. And at no point in D and D so far has anyone asked our group mm-hmm. what we call ourselves. Yep. Like we don't have a group name. Yep, yep, yep. So we were like we were just pitching all these ideas, being like, "Well, I don't like." Luke was like big bag of dicks. I don't know. Like what? What's the what's the name that we can actually use yeah. for this group? Because we were like we had a boat for a while, mm-hmm. and we had to come up with a name for the boat. Of course. So we called the boat the Spirit of Trevoram. Okay. Right. Trevoram is the town that we first the, the first big town that we came to mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. 
and we got the entire population wiped out. <laughs> so that's why we called our boat Spirit of Trevoram, because we accidentally got all the population wiped out in this town. In honour of all those people you killed. Yeah, so we were, go yeah. we were going to call ourselves, after, the guy that we, after a guy that we got turned into a revenant there, we were going to call mm. ourselves Bernard's Revenants. Nice. But then we just decided to be called the Revenants instead. Okay. And with a silent Bernard. <laughs> in honour of him uh, so that's 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 my D&D story for this week that's great yeah uh, I'm actually going to be uh, DMing D&D on Sunday which is the first time I've been able to DM for probably three or four weeks now which is good I'm very excited to get back into it because there's a really big thing that they've got to and it's like probably either this session or the next session this really big thing is going to happen and I've been waiting to do it for ages and then it's like oh no I can't do this week can't do this week like, I just want to get to this big thing come on guys but um, speaking of dinosaurs, actually, I've, I've got a thing, because my campaign that I'm doing is completely homebrewed, uh, ground up. I've built the whole world and all that stuff. And um, <laughs> I, I have included dinosaurs in my, in my thing as well. Mm. And uh, I've got a... why wouldn't a, you? Exactly, because dinosaurs are awesome. Um, and I've got a... I'll dock a point if there's no dinosaurs exactly, in my overall yeah. rating of the campaign. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, a competition that people can do every so often. It's called the Bloodstone Games. And they come in, it's a solo competition, so people have to do it one at a time. And they go and they fight a creature in like an arena. And depending how quickly they kill it, how much damage they take in the process, and how strong the creature is, they get uh, awarded a certain amount of points. So I've come up with my own like scoring system for this competition and everything. It's crazy, like in detail. And um, they got to this one city one time, and I was like, oh, there's. They were asking, oh, is there any Bloodstone games going on in this place? I was like, yeah, there's a whole arena in this uh, in this city where they do it quite regularly. And um, and then they went there, and it was like, right, so you could fight this thing, this thing, or you could do the mystery option. And I purposely put that in there because I knew at least one person in my party would go, yeah, mystery option. I was like, perfect. So they had, I think it was like, options one and two were like, I don't know, like a giant wasp and a saber-toothed tiger or something like that. And then uh, one of my guys was like, yeah, I'll do the mystery option. And uh, he went in and he kept on, I was describing these massive, like, uh, thudding footsteps coming up and they chained up the gate <laughs> and uh, a fully grown Triceratops comes out and he has to fight him. And I was like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was such a good fight as well. And he literally, he took down the Triceratops to one HP Ooh. and then he lost. And I was like, oh, it's so bad. But like, I, I just managed to, to make it so like he didn't die. Obviously, I'm not going to have my dudes just die over a competition, but like... Yeah, it was, ah, it was sure so teach, him know. teach him a lesson. Teach him a lesson. Don't never yeah. take the mystery option. I know, yeah. But uh, I've actually got one. I'm hoping none of my players listen to this podcast because probably in this next section, next session, they're going to have another Bloodstone Games opportunity. But it's going to be very, very different. It's going to be great. It's going to be completely different to what I've done before with homebrew creatures and all sorts of the Bloodstone Games stuff. Seduction Edition. Yeah, it's going to be great. Got it's a gonna... shag a triceratops. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm so pumped for Sunday. I'm really looking forward to get back into it again. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my D and D stuff. I'm also creating a secondary world because I can. Uh, that's mm. just something. That's a long term project. Whole new world. Exactly that. Yeah, which is going to be for my second campaign. I'm going to do, which is much larger than the first world I've created. Ooh. It's great. Yeah. I'd love to hear about it, but not now because we yeah. need to get out of here. We do need to get out of here. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, Ollie and Luke will be doing. I think they've probably already done the AEW one by yeah, now. There'll be up. the weekend one on Friday, which is the magazine show, yes. and then SmackDown on Saturday too. Yeah. So lots to listen to. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this one, man. Goodbye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.